Okay, so we're going to pick it up from Daf Pei Beis Amid Aleph. What you had just to review yesterday's Daf, Mamash, like a minute. The Mishnah said that according to Rabbi Yossi, in Androgynous, uh, if he marries a woman, his woman, can, his wife can eat truma. So there's a shaila of whether Rishlokish holds that really it's a suffolk, whether he's a man or a woman. So it says that he could eat truma, it's truma der Abonon. Rabbi Yechus says, no, when Rabbi Yechus says truma, he means truma de Raisa. Rabbi Yechus said, so Rabbi Yechus said to Rishlokish, when Rabbi Yechus said truma, he meant der Abonon, he said, yeah, I'll prove it to you because the Brisa says that if you have truma that fell into other truma, it's bottle. So why would it be bottle? L'chora, it's kol shedark limonos, which means it's choshev enough that it should not be bottle. It must be it's der Abonon. To that, Rabbi Yechus said, no. Even if it's derais, it's bottle because if you're holds for something to not be nullified, it has to be eshedarkelimanes, which means it's exclusively uh, bought by itemized as opposed to weight or by the bucketful. So then the Gemara said, so what was this? Uh, there's another machlekes that's related, and that's a chatas. So the Brayzer said like this: if you have a piece of a chatas that's tame that gets mixed in with a hundred piece of a chatois that is tahiris, it's a machlekes Tanakama of Yehuda. Whether it is bottle, the Tanakama says that it's bottle, Rabbi Yehuda says it's not bottle. Ravida says it's not bottle because Mimbaminai is not bottle. Tanakamu, we'll have to figure out why. But if it's a chatich of chatas tahira that gets mixed in with chulin, everyone agrees it's not bottle. So he said, why would the Tanakama say that it's bottle when it's a piece of a chatas that gets mixed in? So if Yechanan, because it's a riot to me, that for something to not be nullified, it has to be eshedak and it has to be exclusively bought by item, which is not the case with meat. Meat is sometimes yes, sometimes not. The kasha is according to Rish Lakish, who holds that kosher darkly is something which is sometimes bought by weight, sometimes not bought by weight. It's not bottle. So why does the Tanakhama say that it's bottle? So the Gemara says the case is where it's nimuach. The case is where the item uh, liquefied. So because it became liquid, it's a meat uh, smoothie. So because it's liquid, it's for sure bottle. So why does Rav Yehuda say it's not bottle if it's liquid? Because it's mimbimino eno bottle. So according to Rish Lakish, the case of the Braisa is where the meat is liquefied. According to Yechon, it's not liquefied. Says the Gemara, but if you'd ask Rish Lakish, why does the Tanakhama say that it's bottle? Because it's liquidy. But if it was not liquidy, if it was a piece of meat, it would not be bottle because it's choshev enough that it's not bottle. So the Gemara says, The kash is like this. The Tanakama says that it's bottle. So Rishlaker says because it's liquefied. But if it wasn't liquefied, it would not be bottle. So what's the end of the Braisa? The end of the Braisa wants to pick a case where everyone agrees it's not bottle. So it said the case is chatas mixing in with tahar. Chatas, that's tahar mixing in with chulin. So the question is, why to pick that case? If you're looking for a case that everyone agrees that it's not bottle, just tell me the case is where it's not liquidy. Meaning, tell me the first case, which is, and then you say that it's bottled according to Tanakama. But say, this is Dafka when it's liquid, but it's not liquid. It is, it, it's not bottle. So why does the end of the Brysa say the case, change the case entirely? You don't have to change the case. Just say, it's only bottle when it's liquid, but when it's not liquid, it's not bottle. So why do you have to change the case to Chatas Tahar and mixed in with Chulin? Just stick with the case where it's Tameh and, and say that it's only bottle when it's liquid. So the Gemara says, Tahiris, but Tahiris are the play. It's a bigger Chiddush to say, you're right, we could have done this, but it's a bigger Chiddush to stick with what it was, which is that when it's dealing with uh, Chatas that's Tahar mixed in with 
with regular meat, that's a chiddush, because everything is tahar, everything is kosher, everything is tahar, and to still say that it's batel, to, to still say that it's that it's not batel, that's a chiddush. Meaning, you could have could have gone with that other case, but it's still a bigger chiddush to say this, to say that you have chatas that's tahar, mixed in with truma that's tahar, uh, that's tahar, everything's tahar, everything's kosher. To still say that it's not batel, that's a chiddush. So here's the kasha. According to Rabbi Yochanan, again, the first part of the b'raisa is that according to Tanakam, it's bottle. Second part is not bottle. So how does Rabbi Yochanan interpret it? The first part is where uh, it's bottle because it's it's all dealing with pieces of meat. The first time it's bottle because it's not chashav enough. At the end of the b'raisa, it's it's not bottle because you could sell it. It has a market value because kehanim could eat it. So because you could sell it, why why rely on heterim? That's how Rav Yechon interpreted. According to Rishlagish, however, the first part of the b'raisa where it said it's bottle is talking where it's liquidy. The end of the b'raisa is where it's not liquidy. So the question is, what exactly is the difference? Meaning. According to Rish Lakish, both cases are liquidy. The first part is liquid and it's bottle. The second part is liquid, it's not bottle. What's the difference? Why is it that the end of the brisa, it, 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 it's 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 not bottle? I mean, according to Rav Yechanan, both cases are talking about pieces of meat. So one's bottle, one's not bottle. Okay, it makes sense. But according to Rish Lakish, it's all liquid. Liquid should always be bottle. Why at the end of the brisa does Evan agree that it's not bottle? So says the Gemara. Amrav Shisha Reisa. Rashish Baridi holds. Why does Rabbi Yehuda hold that it's not bottle? Because he said, Min bimino ain't a bottle. That when you have one item that's within another item, one's mutter, one's asr, but they taste the same, they look the same, they have the same name, everything, it's not bottle. The truth is, the Tanakhama agrees with him conceptually. When Min bimino is together, it's not bottle, but only when it's deraisa. Meaning, Rashish Baridi holds that according to Rish Lakish, if you have a Min bimino, so you have kosher meat stew. In non-kosher meat stew, it's not bottle. The whole machloikis between the Tanakama and and Rav Yehuda is Tanakama says min bemina is not bottle only when it's an isa deraisa when it's dealing with a concept that's deraisa when it's derabonon it is bottle. Rav Yehuda says no, it's never bottle regardless of whether it's deraisa derabonon. So therefore, the first case where it's chatas that's tamei that gets mixed in, it's only dealing with uh, a tuma that's derabonon. What's the case? So Rashi says the cases where this. This this item became tummy, this meat became tummy by touching a vessel which became tummy through liquid, which is only a rabbinic type of tumma. So because it's a rabbinic type of tumma, min bimino, it's bottle. The end of the braisa is dealing where it's 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 dealing with a concept of a deraisa, because the end of the braisa is dealing with a regular chatas. A regular chatas for a non kayan is deraisa. So therefore, Rabshish Baridi is saying the machlaikas on the camera of Yehuda is everyone agrees min bimino is not bottle. The question is is that true by a derabonon also or just by a deraisa? The Tanakama says it's only true by a deraisa, but derabonon it is bottle and review that disagrees. And therefore, the first case where it's bottle is dealing with tuma derabonon, the end case where it's not bottle is dealing with a deraisa. So the question is, it's the same thing we had before, which is that if you wanted the end of the braisa to tell me a case where it's not bottle deraisa, you don't have to take the case of chatas that's tahar in chulin, you could have just said tumadirabonon and tumadiraisa. Meaning, the first case that you hold this Tanakam holds bottles because it's only a tumadirabonon, but if it was a tumadiraisa, it would not be bottles. So just say that. 
The Gemara says Tumah Sheretz. Let's say it was a Tumah that was a Sheretz, which is Deraisa. What would the Halacha be according to Tanakama? Leisalu would not be bottle because Mimbamina is not bottle on a Deraisa. So the Gemara says, Adetani Seifa. So instead of the end of the Braisa being a different case, which is Chaticha Shalchatas, Tairish and Esarim, Mea Chaticha Shachun Tairis Leisala. Why do you have to pick a different case? Just say it's dafka not bottle. It's dafka bottle by a tumadirabonan. But if it was a tumadiraisa, if it was a tumadiraisa, if it was a tumadiraisa, it would not be bottle. So why do you have to pick, change the case? The answer is the same answer we had before. Tyrus, but tyrus on the flight. It's still a bigger chiddush. Just say the case of the brisa, which is that you have chulin chadas. That's tahar in chulin. To still say that it's not bottle is a bigger chiddush. Rabba Omar, Reisha Iser Lav, Seifa Iser Karis. Rabba has a different take. Again, according to Shisha Bredi Ravidi, he holds that the Machlaikis Tanakam and Yehuda is, everyone agrees Mimbamina is not bottle. The Machlaikis is, is that true by a Darabonan concept or only by a biblical concept? So Rabba has a different take. He says no. Everyone agrees Mimbamina is not bottle, except, so what's the Machlaikis? The Machlaikis is, is that true by only by kares or even by a lav? Meaning you have mimbamina that's a lav, the Tanakama says it's bottle, or if this is not bottle, but if it was kares, everyone agrees. So instead of being, it's similar to Shisha Bredaravidi, but instead of uh, making a separation between Deraisa Derabonon, it's making a separation between a lav and kares. Reisha is a lav, the first case is only a lav, therefore, because it's only a lav, the Tanakama says it's bottle. But say for the end of the case is a kares. It's a kares, and therefore it's not bottle. Now this is a strange thing because usually we make distinctions between derabon and deraisa. We usually don't find a distinction within a deraisa between a lav and kares. Usually, if it's deraisa, it's deraisa. We don't really find concepts of ah, oh, this is a lav that's kares. Usually, if it's biblical, it's biblical. So the Gemara says harabu huda amar kol bederaisa loshneiser lav loshneiser kares. But isn't Rabbah the one who says that when you're dealing with deraisas, we don't care whether it's kares or alav. Deraisa is deraisa. So why would he make a distinction over here? Meaning you want to make a distinction between derabon and deraisa. Say derabon is bottle, deraisa is not bottle. Fine. But you're saying no. Within deraisa, there's a difference between alav, which is bottle, and kares is not bottle. Where do we find such a concept? Kasha, it's a good kasha. Ravashi has another answer to explain the difference between the first case and the second case for the Tanakama. There's a rule in Bittal that if something called the Davishesh Matirin, which means that if you, instead of, right, you have a mixture and you want to say that it's nullified, if if it's something that will become mutter anyway, if you just wait, we'll just wait. I'll give you an example. You have muksa item that falls into a mixture on Shabbos. So the question is, can I eat it? So you say, well, it's nullified. It's 1 in 60. Yeah, but if I wait till after Shabbos, muksa goes away anyway. Anytime, if you could just wait and the Isser goes away, it's called Davishish Matirin and it's not bottle. See, he says over here, the Reisha is where it's Chatas that's Tame. Chatas that's Tame is never edible, so you need nullification. The end of the Braisa, which is Chatas that's Tahar, that gets mixed in, the reason why it's not nullified, the reason why it's not bottle is because why should it be bottle? Let a Koyan eat it. Oh, so it's a Davishish Matirin. The problem is that's not called a Davishish Matirin. Davishish Matirin means you have something that's also for everybody. And it will become mutter in time. Over here, you have a chatas that got mixed in with wasserman's meat. Right now, it's oser for Yisrael, and it's mutter for a kayin. If you nullify it, it'll become mutter for Yisrael. 
So what are you going to say? That's a davish shmatir. Just give it to a kain. That's not called davish shmatir. Davish shmatir means if you have something that's usher for a, instead of letting it be nullified, just wait and the isser of a goes away naturally, or you could remove the isser of a. But that's not the case here. Over here, it'll always remain also to Yisrael, unless you nullify it. It'll always remain mutter to a kohen, even without nullification. That's not called Davashish Matir. Davashish Matir means that you're able to remove the Isser without nullification. But that's not the case here. If you come to the Davan Shabbos, I'll explain it a little bit better, hopefully. If there's any questions, you could always uh, contact me. But the Ravashi Badusi, Ravashi is, is making it up, because Laman... You want to say we shouldn't nullify it. The reason why the Sefer says it's not bottle is because it's a Davashish Matir. That's not called Davashish Matir. Why? Because Ilukai Mishashari. Davashish Matir means that the Isra will go away without nullification. But that's not the case here. Without nullification, it's always also to Yisrael. And without nullification, it's always moved to a Kayan. So that's not called Davashish Matir. Ravashi must be uh, making a mistake. Now, Rav Yoichanan said that Truma nowadays is only Durabonon in Tanakh literature. Now, here's the problem. The problem is we're going to have a Brisa right now which clearly does not indicate... I'm sorry, Rabbi Yechon holds that Truman nowadays is Der I'm sorry, it's Der The problem is this Brisa seems to indicate that it's Der What's the Brisa? The Tanya. You have two boxes. Box A and Box B. One's of Chulin, one's of Truma. So, Box A is Chulin, Box B is Truma. In front of these two boxes, there's two bags of grain. You turn around, and the cleaning lady took one of the bags, took both bags, each bag was put into a box. Now here's the problem. You don't know which bag went into each box. Again, box A is Truma, box B is Chulun. Bag A is Truma, bag B is Chulun. The problem is they got mixed in. You don't know if the bag of Truma went into the Chulun, or if the bag of Truma went into the Truma box. You don't know what happened, because you weren't there. So the question is, can I assume that probably the Truma went into Truma and the Chulun went to Chulun, and you're fine? Can I assume that? So it says the Brayse, yes. It's mutter, all the grain is mutter. Shani Yomer, because you assume. The, only, only, the problem is only going to be when you have Chulun and Truma mixed together. If Truma stays with Truma, you're fine. Give it to the Kayin. Chulun stays with Chulun, it's fine. Everyone can eat it. So you have these b- bags that went into the box. You don't know what happened. You could assume Chulun went to Chulun, Truma went into Truma. Okay. Says Rishlakish, Rishlakish holds, we're only going to be lenient if the Truma bag is not the majority. Meaning, you're concerned, you have a Truma bag. We don't know if the Truma bag fell into the Chulin box or into the Truma box. So says the Brisa, you could assume the Truma went into Truma and the Chulin went into Chulin. Says Rishlakish, that's only true if the Chulin bag, if the Chulin box outweighs the truma, ba- truma bag. So even if the Truma bag were to fall into the Chulin, it would still be nullified. Meaning you have two choices. This Truma bag fell into one of the boxes. If it fell into Truma, you're fine. Says Rishlakish, we're only going to be okay if, even if it were to fall into the Chulin, the Chulin would outweigh it. So let's say it's it's 60 to 40. So because Memanoshach is going to be fine. If the Truma fell into Truma, great. And if the Truma fell into the Chulin, the Chulin outnumbers it. So Rishlokish still feels that you need a majority in the Chulin box comparison to the Truma bag. Rav Yechon disagrees. He says, no, I don't care. Even if the bag of Truma were to fall in and it would outnumber the Chulin, you're fine. Or even if it's 50-50, it does not have to be majority. 
even if it's 50-50, so it's 50 parts chul and 50 parts truma, we're fine. Why? Because we assume the chulin went into chulin, the truma fell into truma. Now this concept that we assume that the chulin fell into chulin and the truma fell into truma, that's not a biblical concept. If truma, I'll explain outside the, the riot, if you actually believe that truma nowadays is a deraisa concept, it's a biblical concept, why would I assume that the truma fell into chulin? That sounds, if I tell you you have, you know, you have a chulin and truma, the chulin fell into one of the boxes, we don't know if it was the truma box or the chulin box, and I tell you, yeah, it's probably fine. That kind of sounds like the whole thing is only rabbinic. If the whole thing is only derabonon, the whole thing is a concept derabonon, so then, yeah, okay, so you could say the whole thing is derabonon, will be mekel. But if you actually f- feel like Rav Yechonon does, which is that Truman nowadays is deraisa, that's how he interpreted Rav Yechonon, that Truman nowadays is deraisa. If Truman nowadays is deraisa, why am I being so lenient? Says the Gemara, Bishlamil Rishlakish. Rishlakish makes sense because Rishlakish holds that Truman nowadays is derabonon, and even then he still feels that the Chulin has to outweigh the Truman. But the Rabban Nami Rabu Yehud Rabban. Elo Rav Yechonon Kasha. The Kasha is according to Rav Yechonon. If Rav Yechonon actually holds that Truman nowadays is deraisa, then why am I being so lenient? Ah, probably the Chulin fell into Chulin, the Truman fell into Truman. Who said? If Truman is deraisa, he's suffering deraisa lechumra. So says the Gemara, Hamani Rabbanon. He go to the next page. The answer is when Rav Yechonon said that Truman is deraisa. He was saying, according to Rav Yossi, Truma's deraisa. He never said that that's how the Rabbonon feel. It's Rav Yossi who feels that way. It's a machleikas tanoim. So he personally holds that. So, so, so therefore, this brisa that implies that Truma's derabonon is following the Rabbonon. And when he said Truma's deraisa, he was interpreting Rav Yossi. It's a machleikas tanoim. And he says, I happen to hold like Rav Yossi, that it's deraisa. This brisa who implies not like that is because the brisa is following the Rabbonin. It's machlekes tanoim. Rav Yossi is the one who feels that even after the Chorbin, Chum is deraisa. The Tani B'Seder Oilam, as it says in Seder Oilam, which is a, a safer brises, Asher Yirshu Avisecha Virishta, the Pasuk describes entering Eretz Yisrael and it says conquered twice. Yerusha Rishayna Vishniya Yeshlan, which implies, says the Bryce and Seder Oilam, that Eretz Yisrael was conquered twice by Yeshua and when the before the rebuilding of the second Beis HaMikdash. Shlishis Einlahan, but there's no third conquering, meaning the Kedusha that was instilled by Ezra when they entered Eretz Yisrael before building the second Beis HaMikdash, that Kedusha lasts forever. Therefore, the Truma, even though there's no Beis HaMikdash, it's still Kaddish. Truma is Deraisa. And who is the author of that Braisa? Rav Yaisi. So you see that Rav Yaisi holds Deraisa. Why? Because he said, Truma became holy when Eretz Yisrael became holy. Eretz Yisrael became holy during the times of Yeshua. And then it became holy again during the times of Ezra. But that's it. It's holy now forever. Nothing changed. Meaning nothing changed after the second base of was destroyed. The Kedusha still stands. So the Gemara is got like this. Rav Yechonon said that if you have a box of chulin and a box of truma, and you have a bag of chulin and a bag of truma, and it gets mixed in, you could assume the chulin went to chulin, the truma went to truma, and the chulin does not have to outweigh the truma. Even if 50-50, it's fine. The Gemara, and, no, why is it fine? Because we assume the chulin went to chulin, the truma went to truma. The Gemara, for some reason, forgets that point of it, and the Gemara says, the Gemara assumes that according to Rav Yechonon, Truma could be nullified one in one. Meaning you don't need Raiv when it comes to Chulin and Truma. Now why this is, it's a big Shaila. Again, the Gemara's understanding is that the reason why Rav Yochan's lenient in that case is not because we assume the Chulin went to Chulin. It's, it's rather 
when it comes to rabbinically uh, prohibited truma, you don't need majority to be nullified. The Gemara is obviously going to reject this, but the Gemara says, Rav Yechanan holds that when it comes to rabbinic concepts, you don't need a majority, even 50-50 is fine. Right? That's why he's lenient uh, by the truma and the chulin, because even though the chulin does not outweigh the truma, it's 50-50, he's still fine. But, tenan, but doesn't the Mishnah say, the Mishnah is talking about this, um, uh, for a mikvah to be kosher, it has to have 40 saw of water. Let's say you have a mikvah that has exactly 40 saw. You put in a saw of other liquid, pussel liquid, so it's 40 liquid kosher now plus one pussel. And then, you remove a saw of liquid. So the halacha is, it's fine, it's kosher. Now, the reason is because when you have 40 saw, and then you put in, let's say, one saw of fruit juice, which is puzzle for the mikvah, it becomes nullified. Then when you remove a saw of liquid, it's fine, because when that saw of fruit juice went in, it was nullified, it was batal. But says the Gemara, Am Rav Yehuda Bashil, Am Rav Yossi, Am Rav Yochanan, Ad Rubo. It's only lenient until the majority of the mikvah. My lab, so what does that mean? The Nishtai Ruba, it must be that you still need a majority, meaning you could do this game of putting in a thing of fruit juice, taking out a, a thing of water, putting in a fruit juice, water, but you have to have a majority of kosher water in there, meaning you, a 40 saw. So that means that you have to have that at least, you, you could only do this 19 times. You need to make sure there's 21 saw of the original water. So you see, you need a majority. Oh, I thought Rav Yechonen is lenient, even if it's 50-50 over here, you see you need a majority. So the Gemara says, No, when Rav Yechonen says you need a majority, what he means is not that you have to leave a majority of kosher water. It means you have to make sure there's no majority of puzzle. 50-50 is fine. Another answer, Shani Shani Another answer is a very simple fundamental answer, and that is that when Rav Yechanan said you don't need a majority by the Truma, it's not that he holds in general you don't need a majority. It's just over here, the reason why we're lenient is because we could assume the Chulun fell into Chulun and the Truma fell into Truma. So the reason why he's okay is, is not because you don't need a majority, it's because he's not worried about a mixture happening. He assumes the Chulun fell into Chulun and the Truma fell into Truma. But if you're actually legitimately concerned of a mixture, then you wouldn't need a majority. Okay, now, we had a machlaikis Rav Yechon Lakish as to how to understand Rav Yossi by an androgynous. Rav Yechonon holds that, Rav Yossi holds that even an androgynous' wife can eat truma deraisa, meaning he's vaday a man. Rish Lakish says, no, only truma derabanan because it's a suffolk. Here's the kasha, tnan androgynous noise. The lotion of the Mishnah is that androgynous noise, androgynous marries a woman, marries implies that it's, it's vaday, not a suffolk. So according to Rish Lakish, Rav Yossi holds that the marriage is only a Suffolk marriage because you're not sure whether he's a man or a woman. But it says Noise. Noise implies a Vadai marriage. Noise. Not, uh, you know, Imnisis. Noise means Vadai. So the Gemara says, Tani Imnisa, change the lotion. And what it means is Imnasa. If you got married, but not that it's a Vadai marriage. The Gemara says, Ha Noise Ketani. But the Mishnah says Noise. <laughs> That's not what it says. So the Gemara says, Vlita Meich, my Avaloi Nisa. Think about it. What does the Mishnah then say? But uh, uh, an Adragus cannot be taken in marriage by a man. Now this is um, this does not imply that if a man marries an Adragus, it's a it, it's a valid marriage. No, nisus means and it means it's not a marriage at all. Confident. Nisa must be diavid. So you say So to over here when it says that he marries a woman, it also means be diavid. 
So therefore, generally, noise means l'chachila, that it's a vaday marriage. But now, no, we're saying noise means b'diyavet, that it's a, it's a suffix. And b'diyavet, it's, it's a valid marriage. Amri loy, noise l'chachila masha, v'loy nisa d'yavet nami loy. The answer is no. The two clauses are not compared. Noise is masha ma that the marriage is considered valid definitively. Avaloy nisa d'yavet nami loy. But the clause that says loy nisa implies even b'diyavet. Meaning, the beginning of the Mishnah implies... Vade marriage. The end of the mission implies vade not marriage, and therefore it's not a right either way. Okay, so right now we're saying that Rav Rishlokish could be correct in his interpretation of Rav Yossi that the marriage is only uh, a Suffolk marriage. I humidikani seifa. But then, what's the next opinion of the mission? Rav Lazar Oimer androgynous chayvel of skilu kizacher. Rav Liezer said that an androgynous, if a man lives with an androgynous, he's going to get the death penalty for homosexuality. Mechlal the tanakamas fuki misafkele. Now, if you say like Rish Lakish, if you say like Rish Lakish, it kind of makes sense. According to Rish Lakish, Rav Yossi is not sure whether it's a marriage. That's his opinion. Then comes Rav Liezer, and he disagrees. He says, no, it's a Vadai marriage, meaning he's a Vadai man, meaning Rav Yossi is not sure whether he's a man or a woman. So for Trumadir Rabbanu, he'll be make, he'll find, but he's not sure. Comes Rav Liezer, he says, no, he's a Vadai man. And that's why he'll get the death penalty if another man loses him. So that's the machlegis Rav Liez and Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi feels that it's a Suffolk man. Rav Liez feels a Vaday man. But according to Rav Yochanan, that Rav Yossi feels it's a Vaday man. So what is Rav Liez disagreeing? And he says, no, Androgynous is Chayav Meskila. They both agree the same thing. What's the machlegis? So the Gemara says, Bain Lamar, Bain Lamar, Mishap The answer is, according to Rav Yochanan, both Rav Liez and Tanakama agree that he's a man. So what's the machlegis? The Machlegas is like this. If you hold an Androgynous as a man, right? Androgynous has, has two feet, has two parts. He's got the tochus that the, the, the extra man comes out, but he also has the, the, the erva of a woman. The question is like this. Everyone agrees that Androgynous is a man. So what's the Machlegas of Yaisi and Rav The Machlegas is, if you live with an Androgynous in the plate, the place the excrement comes out, which is men have avadi yechayv skila. The machlaikis is, if you live with him in the area that women have, that's the machlaikis. Are you chayiv for homosexuality in that act, in that part? That's the machlaikis. Okay. I'll stop here picking up on something.